Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. All right, in the latest book in the multi-million selling killing series, Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard tell the larger-than-life stories of Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali. And these three icons changed not only the worlds of music, film, and sports, but the world itself. Their faces were known everywhere in every nation, across every culture, and their stories became larger than life until their lives spun out of control and at the hands of those they most trusted. And joining us to talk about the new book is Bill O'Reilly. Bill, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Dave. How are you? I am good. I am good. I think you and I have sat down and talked about every single book in the series, starting with Killing Lincoln. I love these books. Yeah, and one of the uh, reasons I do that, Dave, is because you actually read them. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So uh, the conversation is elevated, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, I always uh, like reminding people of this. Early in your life, you were a history teacher, so these subjects are familiar to you, but they're also near and dear to your heart. Well, the reason I wrote Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, is because cultural history, the way we live in America, is overlooked. I mean, a lot of historians are snobs. You know, they're looking at me going, oh, you're writing about Elvis? Well, you know, I said, okay, you could write about Millard Fillmore. Go ahead. But (laughs) Elvis has a lot more impact on the way America lives now than Miller did. And, And so I wrote this cultural history book. Um, and I zeroed in on these three guys because they all individually changed American culture. And most people don't understand that. And in the process, they all destroyed themselves because celebrity is not a natural state for a human being. And right now in this country, it is dangerous to be a famous person. You know, you talk about the fact that uh, these people were were obviously legends. They were taken advantage of by the people around here. But I want to tell you that the, this Legends uh, book seems like can be an ongoing series. I mean, Elvis, uh, Ali, Lennon are just a sampling of so many that you could study in this world that have, you know, gone you know way before their time. How did you start with these three? Because they are the most impactful as to how Americans live their lives today. Let me give you a very vivid example. So 1950s, post-World War II, Dwight Eisenhower president, conformity across the land. Everybody looked the same, same haircut, same style of clothing, very little rebellion. And all of a sudden, a teenager from Tupelo, Mississippi, appears on the Ed Sullivan Show, the most powerful entertainment vehicle in the world. And in eight minutes, the entire American culture crashes. The next day, pastors are saying that Elvis Presley is an agent of Satan. They're burning his records. Parents are telling their sons, you cannot slick your hair back and wear a leather jacket and snarl and swivel your hips. But who won that culture war? Elvis Presley won it. And the culture changed. I mean, that is unbelievably dramatic. And in the civil rights era, just a few years after that, 
you had Muhammad Ali second only to Martin Luther King Jr. in the impact that he had on African Americans. And John Lennon and the Beatles changed the culture again in the 60s into sex, drugs, and rock and roll, which we have today. So that's why I selected these three titans, and they all have something in common. They all lost control of their lives, and that led to their demise. Well, you're right. Everybody just kind of has the Cliff Notes version of their lives. They might know just a few different highlights, and that's why I love how you and Martin really dig deep into the story, and you lead up to that story. You've done that with every single one of these books. And Elvis, it's it's so well known that, you know, everybody wanted a piece of this guy, and and honestly, nobody, as you just said, no human being is made for that. And this is an example, a prime example of Elvis, who you actually watched his decline over a number of years. If you look at the 1967 Elvis Presley comeback special, NBC, and anybody can Google it right now. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Elvis Presley 10 years later, you don't see the same human being. My question is, were there not mirrors in Graceland and Memphis, Tennessee, in his house? He had to see. He had to know. And when you get into that category, I think Elvis was self-destructive. He He just couldn't take it anymore. And he killed himself slowly with drugs and a terrible diet. And the same thing with Lennon. I mean, Lennon disappears. He hands his entire life over to Yoko Ono. He becomes a heroin addict. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it was all driven by their inability to understand what was happening to them every day. Elvis overdosed twice. Uh, you know, he continued taking pills, just like you said, yeah. but rationalizing in his own head that it was he was not a drug addict because he didn't purchase the drugs from st- street dealers. He, he instead got it from a personal physician. But yeah. it was a long process to watch that fall apart. Yep. And he had to know that he was going down. And all three of these men were betrayed by people close to them. Um, Muhammad Ali was almost killed in the thriller in Manila with Joe Frazier. And on that stool in the 14th round, that's one of the, some of the best writing I've ever done. I put you right there. That man, he almost died yeah. after that fight. Yet four months later, his manager, Herbert Muhammad, Hamid, the Nation of Islam, had him back in the ring, even though the doctor, Ferdy Pacheco, said, you, do, you can't do that. You're destroying him. And so all of these men were betrayed by people close to them. You talk about in, uh, in the book that 1964, and I love how you approach this, is that in 1964, Muhammad Ali, the industry started. When one individual becomes an industry in many cases, it really does have the writing on the wall that this is not going to go very well. Yeah, and, uh, and these guys didn't know it. I mean, they didn't have a support system, a family to train them. Look, I'll make it personal. I wanted to be famous when I started my journalism career. I didn't want a mansion or a Ferrari. I just wanted everybody to know my name, like in Cheers, okay? I wanted people to acknowledge my work was good. I never thought about the downside of it, ever. And then when I did become very famous, they came after me with a vengeance. And it was kind of my fault because I should have known if I'm going to spout political opinions, there are going to be people who try to hurt me. Yeah. And that's what happened. And it caught me by surprise. I, ha- I did write it. I- I've spent millions of dollars on attorneys to protect me now. Um, but I-, I had an education. I have a degree from Harvard. I mean, Elvis Presley barely got out of high school. Lennon didn't get out of high school. And Ali had no education at all. So you can see how this happened, and it happens to this day. My, my 
uh, thesis is that both Trump and Biden, the two most famous people in America, are both being crushed by their celebrity. Absolutely. And, and I'm trying to warn people and tell people that we got to stop this blood sport in America. We've got to stop it. Yeah, because I mean, nobody trains you for this. Nobody trains you no, for what you're going to deal with. Yeah. You can't, I can't go to a Cubs game and sit in the stands. Not that people would threaten me. I'm, I mean, 95% of the people that I see in public are nice. They just want a picture, whatever. But that other 5%, like John Lennon found out, can put you in a grave. Yeah. And, and it is getting worse because of the social media, when a famous person steps out of the house, they are going to be photographed yeah. to the time they get back to the house. No question. No question. Which is part of John Lennon's, uh, you know, with with Mark David Chapman. I mean, this was somebody that was obviously obsessed with it, but denied parole for the 12th time. This guy's never going to get out. I, I hope think. not. Yeah. Because he's an evil son of a bitch. Yeah. And, um, but that, you know, Lennon's is different than Ali and, and Elvis. Ali and Elvis have a lot in common. The crooked they do. manager, they do. stealing them blind, mm-hmm. uh, forcing them to do things that they shouldn't have done. But Lennon, he just gave up. And he said to a woman, you take it. You take it. And, and you run it. And that's what happened. And when you cede your life yeah. to somebody else... That's not good. It's not good. No question. While I have you, Bill, we are, we're almost halfway to 2024, the next presidential election here. How likely is it, and I've seen your show, and I've seen No Spin, and, I, and I've read uh, what you've written about it, uh, that Joe Biden runs for a second term, or will the Democratic Party just make sure there's another candidate in place? You know, I've said it for a year that Joe Biden is not going to run again. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think so. If you saw his appearance on 60 Minutes 10, 10 days ago, you know, he's waffling back and forth. He's a failure as a president. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a disaster. If you think back two years ago to where the American economy was and you compare it to now, it, it's a catastrophe. What is he going to run on? Yeah. He doesn't have anything to run on. He can't run. His own party knows it. They can't run Kamala, okay? That's why you're seeing Newsom in California and others start to gather money, start to, they, they know. Right, right. Um, so Democrats, if they get waxed in the midterms in five weeks, they're going to have to regroup altogether. If they can survive the Senate, then it's going to not be as bad, but it's not going to be Biden in 24. The new book is Killing the Legends. Great book. Uh, you got to pick it up. Bill's No Spin News. Uh, you can always catch it at BillOReilly.com. Always a pleasure chatting with you, my friend. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you taking the time to read it, and I hope we can talk again soon. Thank you, Bill. All right, much more ahead here on 720 WGN.